0: My name is Tisha Richmond. I am a tech integration specialist, a family and consumer science teacher of 23 years and author of Make Learning Magical. Welcome to the Make Learning Magical podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Make Learning Magical. I'm Tisha Richmond and here with my husband, Russell Richmond, a ceramics teacher in Medford, Oregon. I am a tech integration specialist, also culinary teacher of 23 years, and author of Make Learning Magical. We are traveling to Portland to meet our son and his exchange student from Alba, Italy. It has been a wild couple weeks. Not only did we start the school year, but we have been hosting my our son's uh exchange student so we have this really cool program in medford oregon where we have a sister city program so in the spring my son went to alba italy to live with a family for about three weeks and it was amazing he had an incredible time and now that exchange student has come to the united states and is staying with us in medford oregon so we get to return the favor and and host him in the United States. It's really awesome. So, they went up to Portland, Oregon to watch a high school football game, which is about 5 hours away for us, and so we are heading up there to join them. So, long day. Hit hit the road right after work, but it's all good. It's going to be a fun time. So, Russ, I'm I'm grateful for you to be on the show again. Thanks for being here.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for having me.
0: Of course. Always love to have you on the show. So we were just talking about how, first of all, wild and crazy the first couple of weeks of school are just so tiring. I was talking to a friend and colleague at one of the high schools today and I was just saying, you know, there's just no teacher like teacher, no tired like teacher tired. You are emotionally, mentally, and physically spent all at the same time. It's intense. It's very, very intense. And so Russ and I were just chatting about what makes a great launch for that beginning of the school year in our classrooms. And I think that there are are really three main factors we were chatting about that really help launch a school year in a positive way. First one we were talking about was just the relationship building. We had an episode about that a couple weeks ago and how important it is to learn our names of students as quickly as possible and to develop that, that team building and and positive atmosphere where students can trust each other and they trust you as the teacher. We're also talking about establishing those routines and procedures so students know what's expected of them and they can fall into a rhythm that that is that works in your classroom environment. And then we also were just talking about being having a fun time and really getting kids engaged and hooked right from the beginning where they want to be there where they're excited to come to your class and it's kind of a, a crazy dance between all of those things I feel like in the first few weeks rest, would you agree
1: yeah it, I think in a class I mean like teaching ceramics you want kids to come in you want them to have fun you don't want them to be Bored by all the rules and procedures, but at the same time, you've got to get out the rules and procedures uh, somehow, so you can function with 180 students uh, rolling in and out of your class every day um, and not have it a complete disaster. So yeah, it's definitely a it's definitely a, a dance and a balancing act. But um, I think there's a ton of different ways that brilliant teachers out there are using to to make this happen and, and get kids to buy in.
0: Awesome. So, Russ, do you want to just chat a little bit about what you do at the beginning of the semester? What works for you? How do you create that atmosphere where you're building relationships, you are teaching procedures and routines, and you're creating this fun environment where they are excited about being in your class?
1: Yeah, so in the very first episode we did, we talked about, like, the... the Kind of like the intro, and the first day, and so I don't, I don't want to step back all over that. But, um, but we do do fun things, you know, and try to get the kids for me. Try to get their hands in clay right at the very beginning. I, that that gets me buy in right away instead of just talking about rules and procedures. But what I've learned, uh, what's starting to work really well for me, well it has been for the last two or three years, is doing an assignment or uh, an activity where they get their hands in the clay right there in the very beginning but then using that opportunity to go okay now um, now I'm going to show you what a demonstration is and so they I have them all crowd around um, my sink area and one of the main work tables and I do a demo on how we clean in our class with all the clay dust we have to keep the, the dust down and um, and so my expectations there's always fun little stories that go along with it and you know how how many of you work in a restaurant? Okay, well, this is you know cleaning these tables, don't fling this stuff on the floor, but you know we talk about all these things and then we talk about cleaning sinks and countertops and and um, and how I'm gonna break that down and then I have them actually go out and do it um, right then and there because they just made a mess at their tables while they were doing the first activity. so, it was kind of fun because it just it just all kind of rolls in together. And instead of spending a day or two just talking about procedures, we just literally get their hands in it. And even though it's cleanup um, for that particular one, they they don't complain about it. They actually enjoy it because it's kind of the, the other part of if you're going to get your hands in clay the first day, you also are going to have to learn how to clean up. And we build those expectations in right at the very beginning. So they never think that I'm going to be the one doing all the cleaning for them, so that's just one simple way um, that I learned that works really well with my group.
0: That's fantastic. I love how you incorporate all of those those pieces together and and show them this is what this looks like, and you demonstrate it for them, and you're not giving it to them all at one time in one right. day, but you're breaking it into that those chunks, which I think really helps because. Think about students, they're inundated with so many rules and procedures those first days. And how does anybody retain all of that information at one time? So breaking it into pieces I think is is really great and really important. So thank you so much for sharing that. One thing that I started doing in my classes over the last few years was what I call a MasterChef boot camp. And a MasterChef boot camp basically is my intro unit. It's where I'm teaching them the rules and procedures and fundamentals of of what they're going to be learning in the class. But I'm doing it in a way that is not only fun, it is also helping build that classroom culture and relationships. And in my classes, I gamify everything. And so I call my boot camp the master chef boot camp because that's the theme of our game it's called master chef and what happens is every day within those first 2 weeks we have a different type of a challenge it doesn't mean the challenge lasts the entire period but there's some type of a team building challenge and sometimes it's just team building and other times it is a game or a challenge that revolves around some of those things that I want them to learn in the first weeks like safety and sanitation, like lab procedures, like utensil identification. I'm a culinary teacher. So all of those things are important, but I want to engage them in a fun way and I want them to get to know each other because my class, like yours Russ, is one where we have mixed grade levels. We have freshmen in with seniors And sometimes that's really uncomfortable for kids. Freshmen might be really nervous to be with seniors and vice versa, that seniors might really be, you know, annoyed by the freshmen. So getting them in a situation where they are getting to interact and work in teams in a fun, non-threatening environment is really important. So every day the challenge is a different mix of kids. I mix up the group, so by the end of those two weeks, the class feels like a family. They feel safe. They're ready to take risks and they've laughed together. They've had fun together. All of the things that are are just so important for building that positive classroom culture. And the fun thing is every day that we have a challenge, the winning team gets a mystery badge. So it's a badge that is about the size of a baseball card. It's laminated. It has a mystery experience point amount on it in increments of 250, 500, 750, and 1,000. And it's covered with a scratch off sticker. So students don't know what is under that sticker until the very last day of the boot camp when they can scratch it off. And so the winning team, everybody gets their own badge. They're collecting these throughout the unit. And then sometime in that unit, They are having to complete these resumes on a Google form and they are answering questions like, what are your greatest strengths? What is an area of weakness that you're wanting to improve on? Maybe what is your, your, what is the culinary skill that you're most proud of? And then we have a draft before the end of this boot camp on the very last day where we all scratch off our mystery badges. And the top eight, because I have eight teams in my classroom, the eight top experience point holders are the team leaders. And I I cut off all the names of the resumes and I number them so I know whose is whose, but no one else does. And these leaders, in order from top XP holder to bottom XP lo- uh, holder, pick the resume of the people. Person that they feel would, they would want on their team. Again, they don't know who this person is, but they can tell by the qualities on the resume that this is somebody that I want, that they would want to have on their team. And of course, they're looking for a balanced team. They don't want a team that everybody has the same skill. They want to have a variety. And so they are thinking carefully about who they want to select to be on their team. And then I let those team leaders pick one person and they, they tell me on the side of one person they want to be on their team. So that's kind of a reward for those eight team leaders that there's a little perk to getting selected as a team leader because they have that one person that they know is going to be on their team. So it's a really great way to, again, build those relationships, have some fun, teach, teach, teach procedures and rules um, so that they're ready to really launch into that semester So, so many ways I think that you can build that team culture where you can develop that trust with your students. You can have fun, so many engaging and fun ways to hook our kids and also be teaching some of those rules and procedures that are going to build consistency and, um, some predictability in your class because I think that also helps students feel safe. So, I would love to hear the ways that you are starting off your year and helping teach relationships, routines and procedures and building in fun as well. So make sure that you share out on ML Magical on Twitter tag me i'd love to hear what you're doing and the magic that's happening in your classroom thanks again russ for being here for this episode of make learning magical
1: it was awesome it was fun and uh we'll just keep driving
0: (laughs) right until next time Thank you for listening to the Make Learning Magical podcast. You can find more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Follow me on Twitter at Tish Rich, Instagram at Tish Richmond, and join my gamifying family and consumer science group on Facebook. You can also find lots of resources and my blog at tisharichmond.com.